Hello everyone, this is your host Caroline Owen, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Global Perspective, my podcast about all things political, multicultural, and international. This is the sixth episode, titled The Importance of Music During a Pandemic, and today one of my friends and I are going to be analyzing both the role that music plays into our own daily lives, and additionally, we're going to be talking about her unique perspective as a prospective student studying to become a music teacher. Before we begin, I just would like to say, please excuse the noise as we're both recording outside and with masks on um, due to the coronavirus pandemic that's currently going on. I hope that you all are staying safe and healthy. Um, So just please excuse any background noise. Today, I have a special guest with me, one of my close friends, Alana. Would you like to introduce yourself? Of course. Um, My name is Alana and I'm a rising senior at Herrick's High School. Clearly, one of my biggest interests is music, but I also love to read and write. I play the trumpet, guitar, and bass, so a lot of my free time revolves around playing and experimenting with those different instruments. But when I'm not practicing, I love hanging out with my family and going on small trips in my neighborhood to discover new places and things. Thanks so much for having me, Caroline. Of course, Solana. I'm so excited to hear your valuable perspective. So let's dive right into it. Today's episode is going to be all about music, and it will also be more interview style compared to our previous discussions. Alana and I, for starters, are both classical and orchestral musics, uh, musicians, and we met this year in a regional orchestra group, which we both were new members to. Um, so my first question is just a little bit of an about me um, for Alana. So what are some of your favorite genres of music? Um, of course, I'm around a lot of classical music, so I love listening to and playing that, but I also really love rock music, which people don't usually expect when they ask me that. But um, my love for older rock music comes from my parents, really. For us, music is almost like a family heirloom that we pass down. So my grandparents, they always listen to their oldies, artists like Bob Dylan, Janis Joplin, Queen, John Denver. And so my mom loved that music, too. Then, of course, she had some of her own tastes, like 90s grunge music, so my taste has a mix of all of that. That's so interesting. I agree that definitely when people look at you, they might not expect kind of the type of music that you're interested in, but I'm also the same way since we have a lot of very similar interests like 90s grunge, rock. I'm personally more into like indie rock and um, experimental rock, but again, I really, I think all of those are really interesting genres and of course classical music because we're both classical musicians. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, An interesting aspect I wanted to ask you was, how have you been keeping up with music despite the fact that we're in a pandemic? I know, um, at least for our state, we do have the clearance to go back to school, but in high school, our band classes for wind instruments are going to be canceled. So what would you say to people who want to know how to participate in music despite not having a class to do so next year? Well, as difficult as it may seem, there are actually a lot of things that you can do to continue to try new things in music without being able to be around other musicians. Um, Big and small, there are a ton of projects that you can try out. I started, personally, by creating a new music Instagram account, which pushed me to practice new things, and it also helped me see what I needed to work on and improve on. Um, It helped me keep myself motivated when it felt like there wasn't anything for me to work towards, like no concerts or performances, so that was really, really helpful for me. Um, At the same time, there are bigger things you can try too. So I did a few duets with my friends, which was really fun because it maintained the feeling of playing with other people even when we had to stay separated. Um, And even though it does take a little bit of time to edit and make sure that things line up, it's totally worth it. And then eventually, you know, you can try doing it with bigger groups. um, So trios, quartets, all that good stuff. And this really did help to maintain a sense of unity even when we all had to be apart. 
That's wonderful. I've heard a lot about um, both professional and amateur groups holding like individual concerts, virtual concerts. I know even this year, um, my high school band tried to create like a virtual concert where every student would um, we'd go on a Zoom together and play to try and um, recreate the feeling of us playing in band class together. But I'm just really happy that um, you found a lot of different ways to keep up with it because I know music is such an integral part of your life. Yes, definitely. It definitely made it feel a lot better. Yeah. Um, something interesting that you told me was that you wrote an op-ed for your school's, I think, English class, you said? Yes. <laughs> Would you like to touch a little bit on that and why you wrote it? Yes, yeah, sure. So my op-ed was about the importance of music education. Um, so I did a lot of research on that, and I actually found a lot of really interesting stuff. So, you know, studies have shown that music education can improve a student's language development, their vocabularies, and scores on math and English assessments. And... These benefits have also been proven to carry on throughout the child's life. So it's not just a one-and-done situation. It's benefits that will continue to help the child grow and develop for years to come. And while these educational benefits are incredibly valuable, they're not the only advantages either. Um, music also provides children with a tool that they can use to handle anything that might be thrown at them throughout their lives. Whether a child is experiencing something amazing or something really tragic, music can be used as a coping mechanism and a way to express their feelings and emotions when it seems like no one else is listening. I definitely agree with the last point. I think um, just to touch on something you said too, um, what would you say like the music um, education system was like when you were in elementary school? Because I know for a lot of public high schools, that's kind of when it starts. Yes. So. You know, I was very, very fortunate where my school had a really great music education department. So there were a ton of tools for me to use to be able to experiment and try new things. So my school had, you know, a lot of programs that we could do. So they really encouraged us to at least try out music, even if it wasn't something we were sure we wanted to do. You know, they still wanted to make sure that we had the chance to. So that was really great for me because I was able to explore um, different aspects of music. Um, and it helped me see, you know, okay, I like doing this, I like playing this type of music, I don't really like this, you know, it gave me just a lot of insight and a lot of knowledge about music. Um, but unfortunately, 94% of elementary schools, um, they do offer music education. And that sounds like a lot, but in reality, this means that about 2.1 million children in America don't get music education, just from that 6%. So this means that those 2.1 million children are not only deprived of the joy and the wonder that comes from learning how to play an instrument, but they're also missing out on this really effective way of enhancing and developing many skills that will be imperative to their success later in life. Wow. I mean, I, you obviously did your research, and <laughs> I, I definitely had no idea that um, music education wasn't universal, and I'm aware that there are a lot of factors that could contribute to that. There's like socioeconomic factors, the, um, the funding that the school receives. I know in the past, um, my district has had um, budget cuts, which prevented us from getting music education for a couple of years, but I'm really glad to hear that you've had a positive experience with it. Thank you. Um, is there anything else in your op-ed that you feel like um, the listener should know about why music education is so important? Yeah, so, you know, I think the biggest thing, you know, there's so much research behind all of it, and there are so many different ideas and perspectives, but I think the biggest thing is just understanding that music isn't just, you know, a topic in school or some sort of subject. It's really something that can affect the student personally. Um, and, you know, of course, other subjects in school are the same way, but music provides this sort of 
connection with other people that doesn't totally come from other classes, especially in other classes, you know, you're not encouraged to make noise and communicate with each other while the teacher's teaching. But, you know, in music classes, that's all you're doing. So there are all these other, you know, life lessons like communication that come from music education that you don't really get in other places. Yeah, I agree. I think um, something that's kind of underlooked about taking music is, well, there are always going to be students that participate in it just to fulfill a requirement, just for a grade, for a credit. I think a lot of the people who do um, band, orchestra, and choral like participation in school, they're really passionate about it. And I think that um, really, honestly, it's going to be a great environment for any student who's wanting to participate in a music group in school because they're going to be around so many like-minded and passionate students. Um, but I think also being in an ensemble really forces you to learn how to collaborate with others and um, hold personal responsibility because really the success of the group depends on each individual. So I, I'm really glad that you wrote that op-ed. I think that's wonderful. Thank you. And your point just hits the nail on the head completely. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's some of your personal experience with playing your instruments been both in school, outside of school, different ensembles, kind of what would you describe it as? So I've been playing the trumpet for almost 10 years now, and overall, you know, my experience has just been incredible. Um, you know, there are always hardships, like either I'm playing a solo performance and I'm really, really nervous for it, or I'm playing in an orchestra and there's this really hard passage and I'm, you know, nervous to play that in the concert, or I'm in jazz band and there's a solo section and, you know, um, I have to improvise and that's just a little, also a little bit nerve wracking. Um, there are always these little obstacles that you have to overcome, but I think that all of those obstacles and those hardships have made me a better musician, and I also like to think that they've made me a better person. Um, you know, every experience that I've had in music has been one that I can learn from, whether it's something about music directly, like how to play a certain rhythm or use different techniques, or a valuable life lesson, like the importance of working with and communicating with other people. Um, music has just always taught me something that makes me look at life in a different and better way. And the same goes for my other instruments too, guitar and bass. Um, I haven't been playing as long, but it's still, there's all these new things to learn when you're playing in these different genres too. So there's just all these lessons and it's just never ending and it's really great. Definitely. And uh, something I'll add, I know we, we kind of discussed this already, how people can participate in music over the pandemic, but... Um, something I found is a lot of people are suddenly taking up playing the guitar over the pandemic. Yes, yes. I find that really funny because I actually wanted to look into that, although I unfortunately don't have the time. But I think it's funny because people always assume or I guess um, associate learning an instrument with school or something that you have to start when you're really young. But I think the fact that we're in a pandemic right now and we're all quarantined at home really shows that you can still participate in music even if you're not in school. Yes, definitely. You know, there are all these options outside of school. And sometimes even exploring music on your own without the influence of teachers can make it even better because it doesn't feel like something you're being pushed to or forced to do. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Um, another question I want to add just to deviate kind of um, from our prepared questions. So what would you say your experience with different genres specifically or different ensembles has been because I know in public school like in your high school there's um there's band there's orchestra which for us is mixed uh, wind and brass there's um jazz band all these different things so would you say there's kind of a difference between maybe the teaching styles or um kind of your own experience with those groups yes um there's definitely you know 
very different things that we learn in each of these groups. So I'm in my wind ensemble in school, which is, you know, just the winds and brass. And then I'm in two outside orchestras, which is strings and, you know, the wind instruments. And then I'm also in the jazz band at my school. Um, so, you know, there are three very different genres of music. Um, you have literally just what they call band music and then you have these orchestras that play classical music and then jazz band obviously is playing jazz music and there are all very different techniques and styles of playing that you learn so jazz there's the thing called swing where you're not really counting the the notes and the beats the same as you normally would and then band tends to be at least there's this like overall idea of very you know marching band very strict very <laughs> Um, straightforward, rigid, perfect, yes. Um, you know, then there's orchestra where the music can be very flowing and a lot of different expressions. So, you know, there are all these different things that we learn, but at the same time, I think all what, all, what these groups all have in common is that we all have this shared love for music. And, you know, when you're playing with other people, it becomes like a second family or third family or fourth family, depending on how many groups you're in. And it just becomes something that you hold really close to your heart no matter what you're playing or who you're playing with. That's wonderful. I, your, your passion for music is definitely like flowing and kind of, <laughs> it's, it's definitely present throughout all of your responses. Thank so you. This is great. Um, yeah, I definitely agree that like besides the obvious difference in styles, I think the atmosphere that a lot of these groups have is different. Like out from personal experience, I would say um, in my high school, band and orchestra and chorus, kind of the groups that are done as part of a class have more of like a, a rigid, kind of like rudimentary feel to them. Jazz band, which I did for uh, one year, freshman year, was just so much fun, um, like, because it was super laid back. We all were just yes, like concerned yes. about having a good time. It was really small. It was like 15 people. So I think that was really interesting. And then um, the orchestra that we're both in is, you know, something, it's been a wonderful experience. Um, so maybe you want to talk about that a little? Yeah, so um, I joined these two orchestras just this year. This is my first year. Um, and I did it as a way to kind of overcome my fear of auditioning and playing for people and being judged. Um, and so I was really grateful that, you know, the whole experience is really mostly for the audition. And then I was really grateful that these people, you know, actually accepted me into their program. So that for automatically was, you know, a great feeling. Um, it was really rewarding. And then... You know, in these orchestras, because they're sort of an outside group, they're an outside, you know, volunteer, volunteer <laughs> groups, um, the people who participate in them are also really, really passionate about music. Whereas, you know, just in your school band or whatever, people might not focus on it as much. They might just take it because why not? They get the credit. Um, so being in these orchestras and just being surrounded by people who have the same love for music that I do and the same interests and you know, it just felt really, really, really great. You know, I, you know, didn't have that experience as much in school just because not everyone is super passionate about music. Um, you know, a lot of, at least in my school, many people are very, very like academic focused on, you know, sciences and maths. Um, so it was just really nice to be able to talk to people about, you know, composers and different styles of music, different eras. And it was just a whole different experience and it was one that I am so grateful I had even if it got a little cut short because of the pandemic. Yeah I'll attest to that I think. Um, <laughs> the group that we have in common particularly um, I'd say what would you say maybe 75% of people in it want to become either professional yeah. musicians yeah, or music so. teachers. I think that level of seriousness really kind of flows into how they both like um, 
I guess can appreciate music, but also the dedication they put in. So our rehearsals are three hours yes. on Sunday morning, yeah. which I know for a lot of high schoolers would not be um, an ideal time to be playing, you know, <laughs> classical music, <laughs> but it's just been wonderful. I'll agree. Yeah, definitely. Um, next, so my next question is a little bit um, more personal, but so something that um, I think is really interesting is you actually want to become a professional music teacher yes. and <laughs> apply this not only to your own life, but also to your professional life. Um, do you want to maybe talk a little bit about how you decided that that was going to be your passion? Yeah, of course. So as I said before, I was really fortunate to go to a school that has a very strong music department. So I was able to participate in a lot of music-related programs. Um, one of these programs was a summer camp where I volunteered as a counselor for the younger students. And I was teaching with them and interacting with them a lot. Um, I loved working with these students one-on-one. Uh, that was mostly how I taught was very small groups um, for this one performance a few weeks into camp. Then one day, one of the band directors, um, he couldn't make his sectional, which is the group of bigger kids, 15 to 20 students, um, where you work on your larger band pieces. So it's a lot of conducting and explaining how things go together. So when he couldn't make his sectional, he asked me to fill in for him. And of course, I was super nervous because I had never really done that before, but I immediately said yes because I wanted the experience of being in charge or teaching all of these little kids something that means so much to me. So I remember the second that that sectional was over, I was already totally convinced that teaching music was something I'd want to do for the rest of my life because standing up on that podium and just conducting and showing these kids how music can just be so, you know, connecting and just a great way to understand other people. You know, I just, I felt like I was a part of something really important. And that feeling was just the best feeling I've ever experienced. I love that. Like, just hearing you sound so happy and passionate <laughs> about it. It's wonderful. Thank you. I'm just curious, um, how old were you when you had that experience? This was about two years ago. I think I was, I was 14 or 15. I think I was 15. So, I'm almost 17 now. So, uh, yeah, it was about two years ago. Wow. Um, something my band director used to say is um, music transcends all language and all barriers. And um, he actually used to work for some nonprofits that would teach um, like low income children in low income districts and also children who didn't speak English how to play instruments because um, he was so firm in his belief that music is an experience that can be shared and loved by all people regardless of their background maybe like language or culture or socioeconomic barriers so i think that really just confirms what you were saying it's i think it's just lovely thank you yeah and i totally agree with that there are so many resources that are being provided for students who don't have access to music education to be able to learn about the joys of music um and i feel like those programs are just really 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 helpful and really just a great thing to be doing yeah um what was what would you say your personal history with music has been and I know everyone has their own story kind of how it's influenced them but yours is a bit unique so (laughs) would you mind sharing it yeah of course so um both of my parents loved music and so I grew up surrounded by music um I had a kitty drum set when I was little, so I was always being encouraged to make music and be creative, even if what I was playing on the drum set didn't really sound <laughs> like music. Um, so, you know, that was always, it was always a part of my life, and it was always a way to be creative and express myself. Then, um, 
when I was about three years old, my mom, her favorite band then and still is, is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And they had just come out with a new album. And so my mom was completely obsessed, always playing that album and watching the music videos. And so in one of these videos, I saw their bassist, his name's Flea, he was playing the trumpet. And I remember looking at him and seeing him play and I was like, I want to be like Flea, you know, three-year-old me wanting to play the trumpet. So, yeah, you know, that was when I decided I wanted to be just like him and play trumpet. So because I was introduced to music at such a young age and encouraged to explore, you know, different feelings through music, it's really shaped how I deal with different parts of my lives, of my life, both the good times and the bad times. Yeah, I, I think um, having your parents either be musicians or be involved in music has definitely... Um, can definitely shape your interests. So actually, interesting story is my parents both are into music, but they're very heavily into opera, classical music, um, jazz, like 20s era music. And I'm kind of like the complete opposite into like hard rock, punk rock, yep. um, <laughs> K-pop, like everything in between, rap, hip hop. So I think um, it's interesting to hear like music is something you find your own interest by being exposed to all these different genres so i think it's really interesting that um you kind of found that out at such an early age from your parents i think um like your taste in music can change a lot over time but yes definitely the fact that you knew so early was really cool oh thank you yeah i was really lucky to have parents that you know just somehow what they liked was the same thing that i liked and it made it very convenient and easy for me to figure out what i was into yeah um Another question is, have you found that um, music can help you kind of get through tough times, maybe help you emotionally? I know um, there are a lot of people who make playlists for certain moods, and I'm one of those people, but Me what, too. what would you say? <laughs> so definitely, you know, music, both playing and listening to music helps me get through tough times. Um, by playing music, it's like I find an outlet for whatever I'm feeling, and it's a lot easier to let go of any hardships that I might be going through. Um, when I practice, I, it's almost like I lose myself and I can forget about any troubles that I might be going through because I'm so focused on, you know, perfecting this passage or figuring out this technique or just working on, you know, the fundamentals. Like, there's just so much to do to take your mind off of whatever's going on that you might not want to be thinking about. Um, on the other hand, listening to music helps me realize that I'm not alone in whatever I'm going through. Um, the music I listen to, you know, the songs, even if their original meaning isn't exactly the same as what I'm going through, they still have those deeper ideas that any troubles or pains or hardships that you might be going through don't only hurt you. You know, many people have been through the same thing and have felt the same pain. So it just shows me that, you know, you're not alone. I'm not alone in whatever we might be going through. Definitely. I think to add on to what I was saying before about, you know, music transcending language barriers, I think not only the style of music, but also I feel like the way you know, there are a lot of different aspects. There's music video styles. There's the style of the music itself. There's maybe like the personal story of the person who's singing it, lyrics, genre, even like the tone that the singer's using. So many different things that can convey these emotions that really can help you identify with it. Yes, exactly. You know, I know when I'm having a bad day or I'm sad, I like to go for a drive. Um, I have my permit, so of course, you know, my mom has to come with me. But we always like to go for a drive and just blast music for however we're feeling you know if we're really angry a lot of times we'll put on the song violet by hole and we'll just you know scream along with the lyrics or if we're just a little bit sad or sentimental then there's a lot of red hot chili peppers stadium arcadium being played a lot of that you know so there's always something that kind of fits however you're feeling and again it helps you know that you're not alone definitely
I think music can also empower people. I know personally, mm. there are certain songs that I just put on, and I I feel like I have the power of a thousand goddesses, like just yes, on exactly. my shoulders. Just I can just walk down the street, stomping my feet, feeling wonderful. So I think yes, music totally. can honestly change your whole mood completely. Yeah. Um. So since quarantines began over almost five months ago. Wow. I know. It's been so long. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> at, at this point, I feel like the passage of time doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. But how would you say, um, since quarantines began, how, like, how would you say your um, relationship with music has began maybe both playing, listening, like as a musician and a listener? Right. So honestly, I've been depending on music a lot more since the quarantine began. As, as I mentioned before, you know, um, let's say I'm having a hard day you know I can't exactly just text my friends and go out to the diner or whatever um so instead I you know absorb myself in music so in the beginning of this I was you know practicing a lot because I was just home all the time so I would practice for hours at a time and work on some things that I didn't have time to focus on before um which really helped my playing so in a way the even though the pandemic isn't good in any way it definitely has helped me be able to grow as a musician so that's a uh, interesting um (laughs) but so yeah I was able to practice a lot more and just focus on a lot of things that have really been able to help my playing as a whole you know not just certain parts of the song but a lot of the techniques and fundamentals um at the same time I used music to connect with other people so whether it be playing duets with friends or talking to people about our musical interests um music really helped me stay connected when I wasn't able to be around people and I'm pretty much a very social person so it was very 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 helpful um so you know listening to music and playing music and talking about music made it a lot easier to get through the beginning of quarantine and without it I know that without music you know I would have been much more lonely in the beginning of this I'm so glad that you brought that up not only you know my mind automatically went to oh literally listening to music can make you feel less lonely but you're talking about now (laughs) like the experience of bonding over music talking about music can actually form like help you form new social connections with people exactly you know i was thinking like at least from my personal experience um other than you none of my friends are musicians so um generally when it comes to music i would say i just like listening to it i think for me there are certain songs that can kind of like emulate almost the, the same feeling you get from hanging out with friends yes, from maybe exactly. like going on a late night drive as you said um but i think again it can really help to combat those feelings of loneliness and like individuality that um quarantine has imposed on us <laughs> yes exactly yeah um another question i have just before you wrap up um what would you recommend to people who are feeling really, like we say, kind of pessimistic, lonely, maybe a little lost over quarantine since all of this has begun? And maybe they're, you know, either looking to connect with music, maybe they're musicians who are struggling to keep up with motivation to practice. Maybe they're um, people who have no musical experience but are starting to rely on it more for comfort. What would you say to them? Right. So you know, I want to say first things first, not even totally music related, but this isn't going to be forever. You know, we're not going to be stuck in our homes for the rest of eternity. This, everything will come to an end. So that being said, you know, I do believe that making music a part of your life during these times is incredibly beneficial and incredibly helpful to being able to get through it. It, you know, goes back to before how music really helps you get through rough times because, I think saying the last few months was a rough time is a bit of an understatement, you know? So music really helps you get through that. So to anyone who's, you know, 
feeling just not motivated to practice or not motivated to, you know, they feel like nothing's coming up. There's no reason to really be focusing on playing. You know, there will be a day where you get to play in your musical groups again with your friends again. You know, that day is out there and it is coming. So I think being able to, let's say, impress, you know, all of your friends or, you know, bandmates um, with whatever new thing you learned during quarantine might actually be a bit of a motivator, you know you'll be able to walk in and be like, hey guys, look at this cool thing I learned. And then, you know, blast out something completely cool and unexpected. And, you know, that can just be a really fun and a really good way to kind of bond after all this time apart. You know, let's say you do learn something new that some people might not know either, you know, they might want to explore that too. And they'll ask you about it and it can be a really good conversation starter or a way to connect with people that you haven't talked to in so long. Um, And then, you know, people who are just starting out with music, definitely you know know that it's gonna take time you know it's (laughs) it will definitely take time but you know it's good now especially to have something that's gonna take up that time you know so you're not sitting at home just thinking you know when am I gonna have you know a normal life again when am I gonna be able to go out again you're instead thinking about something that's really gonna help you and take your mind off of you know everything that's going on um and then again once you once life goes back to normal, you'll have something new to talk to people about and to explore and maybe even find other people who, you know, maybe learn the same thing or maybe who have been, you know, who know that sort of music much better than you do. You know, like, let's say they've been doing it their entire lives. You'll have something to talk about and to teach more people about and for you to still learn from more. So, yeah, that's my advice to anyone who is using music to get through these times. That's wonderful, and I think that's a great um, a great note to kind of end off. <laughs> note, <laughs> but I, I think that's a great note to end our interview on. Um, I'm so happy that you got to um, share your ideas here, and I feel like I've learned so much from you. I know personally, um, I've been definitely unmotivated to practice. I honestly haven't been doing a lot of like French horn music in a while, but you know, I've been exploring my new music interests, um, doing some piano covers, things like that. So. Um, I feel like I've learned so much from you that I can now implement in keeping up with my music over quarantine. Thank you. I'm happy I was able to help, and I'm happy I was able to talk about this. Thank you so much. So as always, everyone, feel free to connect with us on Instagram at Global Perspective Podcast and my personal account at Caroline underscore OWXN. Additionally, be sure to tune in next Friday, where I feature one of my teachers for a discussion on the current Hong Kong and China crisis. Additionally, we're going to be talking about how U.S. and China trade deals have been impacted by the coronavirus and some other current event issues. If you like this episode, please consider subscribing or leaving a review wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, thank you for listening. Alana, thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course. So signing off, I'm Caroline Owen with The Global Perspective.